Welcome to Jeremiah Smith Ministries, a place where you can grow in God's Word. Well, let's go over to 1 Corinthians, the first chapter in the 8th verse. Let's get into that. 1 Corinthians, the first chapter in the 8th verse. And we thank you, Father. We just thank you, Lord, that we're going to get what we need today. Amen. Well, 1 Corinthians, the first chapter and the 8th verse says, And who shall also confirm you unto the end, that ye may be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ? God is faithful by whom you were called unto the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Notice what it says there, though, that God is faithful. Amen. You know, God is faithful. You know, some of you today need to hear that. He's faithful. Amen. I like the first Corinthians in the first chapter, the ninth verse, and the amplified version says God is faithful. It says he's reliable, he's trustworthy, and therefore ever true to his promise, and he can be depended upon. <laughs> Amen. He can be depended upon. Now, you may have had friends that were dependable. Maybe even your family wasn't dependable. But you know, God is dependable. Amen. It doesn't matter what your situation is. He's dependable. Amen. He's the perfect father. Amen. And you know, when uh, there's a perfect father, and when I say perfect, he doesn't mess up. He always does things right. He always keeps his word. He's dependable. Amen. And you can trust him and he's going to help you with every situation. And he says, by him, you who were called into or companionship and participation with his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Notice that he says here, with, he's called you into companionship. Amen. And he's called and he's dependable. He's, he's someone you can depend upon. He's able to help you in all your situation, and you can depend upon him. Let's look at 1 Corinthians 1, 8 through 10 here in the message. The message, it says it like this, and I thought this was really good. It says, just think, you don't need a thing. <laughs> and you don't, do you? If you have God, you don't need a thing. Amen. You've got everything if you've got God. Amen. He says, you've got it all. All God's gifts are right in front of you as you wait expectantly for our master Jesus to arrive on the scene for the finale. And not only that, but God himself is right alongside to keep you steady and on track until things are all wrapped up by Jesus. God, who got you started in this spiritual adventure, shares with us the life of his son and our master Jesus. He will never give up on you. Never forget that. Think about that. He will never give up on you. And you should never forget it. Amen. You say, well, man, uh, I've had people give up on me. Well, God's not ever going to give up on you. Amen. The Bible says that he'll, and the message version says he will never give up on you. Amen. He's faithful. That's just another way of saying he's faithful. Amen. He'll never for, give up on you. Never forget it. I like that. Are you Are you on a spiritual adventure today? I like what it's talking about there. It says, again, he got you started in the spiritual adventure. Amen. Are you on a spiritual adventure today? You know, I believe we all are. We're all on a spiritual adventure. Amen. And he's got some spiritual things he's wanting to do in your life. Amen. Maybe you're on, you're on right now and wondering right now, how's it going to turn out? Maybe you're just wondering how things are going to turn out for you right now. Well, you need to remember, is the one that got you on the spiritual adventure is faithful and he will never give up on you. Amen. Amen. He's faithful and he'll never give up on you. I remember I was watching with my wife this show the other day. <laughs> I probably shouldn't be talking about this. My wife probably is wondering why I tell some of the stories I tell, but we were watching a, a show called Dude, You're Screwed. <laughs> and it's interesting because it's a show about these guys who get dropped in the middle of certain uh, 
areas and challenges and they have to use their survival skills to get out you know they'll drop them through a tough situation and they have to figure out how to survive and get to civilization you know well they, you know they'll drop a guy in a desert you know some of them, i remember i was watching one it was hilarious he got dropped in the desert and he's just having all kinds of challenges you know and uh, they dropped another one in, a, in the snow on top of a mountain <laughs> <laughs> he just has to survive, you know, wherever they drop them and it's part of the game, they have to use what they have and they give them a few little things and they have to survive, you know, and, you know, they might drop them in a jungle, you know, I, I saw uh, this other one, a survival thing where they dropped him in a really tough little jungle area, you know, but they have where they get dropped, they have to survive, you know. And then they tell them, you know, if, if the situation gets too tough, you know, if their heart rate gets to a certain position or if, if they're going to, you know, look like they could have a tough time or, or it's life or death or it's a, a situation could kill them, you know, then or it's life threatening, you know, they, they send someone to help them, you know, they make sure they get the help that they need, but they let them, they, the game is to try to survive, you know, and maybe today you're on a spiritual adventure and you need to remember that there's someone alongside of you, you know, they have a cameraman or alongside of them you know they have people there just in case something goes really wrong you know well god's the same way you know in your life you know he has someone there to help you you know when the situation gets too tough or life-threatening god's there to help you amen he's one to help you come through the situation amen amen go over to first corinthians the 10th chapter we just need to remember god's alongside to keep us on track and we need to remember that he's he's steady there to keep us on track and to help us get through the situation. You know, he's not going to let it get, you know, too tough that you can't get through it. Amen. Because he's a God that's going to help you through every situation. First Corinthians ten thirteen. It says it like this. It says there hath no temptation taken you, but is, is such as common to man. But God, what does he say here again? Is faithful. Amen. Isn't it no good to know he's faithful? You know, you're in a situation that could be challenging, something you're having a hard time dealing with, but it's good to know he's faithful. Amen. He's there to help you through that challenge. You're not alone. Amen. You're not by yourself. You're not going through this all by yourself. You know, you didn't get saved and God said, well, I'm not going to help him anymore. No, you got saved. And when you got saved, you got the best helper that you could possibly ask for. You, he put the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. The Bible says he's your helper. He's your teacher. He's your standby. He's there watching, you know, and he's there to help you. Amen. Now, he doesn't make you do anything, but he's there to help you, you know, and you just you have to learn to let him help you. Amen. You got to learn to let him help you all through the life and life's challenges and the situations that you face. Amen. Who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. So God doesn't put more on us than we can handle, and he has a plan of escape, doesn't he? God knows what you're made of, amen, and he has plans for your safety, doesn't he? Amen, it says he has a plan of escape. So, you know, he doesn't put more on you. Doesn't make it too challenging for you. He, 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 it will be challenging, you know, because, you know, God wants you to use your faith. Amen. He wants you to work with Him in this situation. He doesn't want, He wants you to have something, a big dream. He wants you to have big goals. Amen. And it is, it's going to be bigger than what you can imagine. But, you know, it's not too big for you because He would make a way of escape. He wouldn't put more on you than you can handle. Amen. Amen. He's faithful. Amen. He is faithful. I remember I love watching Jason Bourne, you know, <laughs> I like watching him. And 
I used to watch all. He had those three movies. I just love the first two, all the first three that he had there, The Born Identity, you know, and The Born Supremacy, you know, and all those movies. But I really like that first one, you know. It's great. He gets in this situation where he's, uh, you know, an ambassador or a situation where he's at this facility where he's stuck and, you know, he fights some people at the beginning and then he has to, he goes up into the top of the building and now he's got people coming up the top of the building and he's got to figure a way out. And what he does is he grabs the, uh, uh, the fire uh, information on the wall that tells him a plan of the whole, all the building and he finds a way of escape, you know. And you know God has a plan of escape for you. He has paths that you don't even know about. He has paths that will help you get through situations. Oh, amen. He has lots of ways he can work your situation out if you're, if you're faithful and stay with him. Amen. You just got to stick with him. He, he, if you stick with him, he knows everything. Amen. He knows how to work out the situation. He knows how to work it for your good. But he knows that perfect path. Amen. He knows exactly how to fix it. He knows how to put you on the right course and get you on the, the path that you need to take. But you got to listen to him. Amen. Listen to the Father. Amen. Because he already knows. Amen. He's been guiding people through this world for years. And he, he has all kinds of plans. But you got to listen to him. And he knows that perfect path to get you on and help you to get where you need to go. 1 Corinthians 10, uh, 13 of the message. I really like this. He says, No test or temptation that comes your way is beyond the course of what others have had to face. All you need to remember is that God will never let you down. Isn't that good? He'll never let you down. You know, some people are worried about him letting him down. You know, they, they, you don't need to be worried. He said, don't even worry. The Bible says you don't need to even worry. <laughs> Amen. He says he, he's not going to let you down. He, he doesn't let birds down. He doesn't let animals down. Amen. He doesn't let anybody down. He's God. He's everywhere at one time. Amen. And he doesn't let anybody down. He's a God that keeps his word. And he does, and you say, well, he let so and so down. Well, you know that so and so isn't you, amen. So and so, we don't know their situation, but we know he's not going to let you down, amen. Because he keeps his word, amen. He's faithful to his word, and all you got to do is just stick with him. We don't know that so and so stuck with him. We don't know that so and so their whole situation, but we know that if we stick with him, he's able to get us through every circumstance, and he's faithful to do that, and he'll never let you down, amen. Look at your friend next to you and say, he's not going to let me down. Amen. <laughs> Call somebody up if you want to. Tell them he's not going to let me down. Call them and encourage them right now. You know, maybe you know somebody that is having challenges and let them know he's not going to let you down. Amen. He's not one of them gods that'll let you down. He's not fake like some of these other gods. Amen. He's a God that's alive and he'll quicken you and help you through your situation. And if you just look at your situation and realize he's never going to let me down. Amen. Amen. You need to get that out of your head. You say, well, man, he, I remember this situation. You know, no, no this situation he's not going to let you down amen he's never let anybody down and he's never going to let you down amen because he's faithful the bible says he's a faithful god amen and to say that he isn't faithful would be be lying and god don't lie amen he's a god that is faithful amen and he's not going to let you down amen he'll never let you down and he'll never let you be pushed past your limit is what the message says he always be there to help you come through it I love that. Amen. So he'll never let you down. He'll never let you be pushed past your limit. 
and he'll always help you come through it. Amen. He's a faithful God. Amen. So he'll never let you down. So let's look at a man here that uh, was on a spiritual adventure, and uh, we're going to look at how he didn't let him down. Let's look over at uh, Genesis, and we're going to look at the life of Noah. John, the sixth chapter, or Genesis, the sixth chapter. Let's look at Noah a little bit. You know, Noah was faced with all kinds of challenges. Amen. He could have easily thought God was going to let him down. Amen. Amen. You know, I mean, he, he went through so many things, you know, but God didn't let him down, did he? He didn't let Noah down. He didn't let him down. He didn't let his family down. Man, you know, God was faithful to him, wasn't he? And he's faithful to you and your faith project right now and your spiritual journey right now. Amen. Amen. He's going to, he always brings us through and he never lets us down. Genesis, the sixth chapter there, and we're going to look at the seventh verse there. The seventh verse, it said, And so the Lord said, I will destroy, blot out, and wipe away mankind whom I have created from the face of the ground. Not only man, but the beasts and the creeping things and the birds of the air, for it grieves me and makes me regretful that I have made them. But Noah found grace. Amen. That word grace there, if you look it up there in the Amplified, it says favor. Amen. Are you God's favorite? Amen. You should get up in the morning and say, I'm God's favorite. Amen. And everybody around me is favorite. Amen. Because the favor of God is on your life. Amen. And he, he found grace and favor with the, in the eyes of the Lord is what it says in the eighth verse. Amen. Did you know that you have grace? Amen. Amen. He's, and he blessed you too. Amen. The Bible says in the first chapter of Ephesians that he's blessed you with all spiritual blessings. Amen. He didn't not include one, did he? The Bible says he blessed you with all spiritual blessings. Amen. Amen. Let's look at the ninth verse here. He says, this is the history of the generations of Noah. Noah was a just and righteous man and blameless in his evil generation. Noah walked in habitual fellowship with God. And this kind of separates the a lot of people right here, doesn't it? He was a man that walked with God habitually. Amen. He spent time walking with the Lord. You know, a lot of people wouldn't have the challenges they have if they would just walk like Noah walked. He walked habitually with the word Lord. And you think about Noah's situation here. Noah, you know, he, he wasn't born again. You know, nobody could be born again until Jesus went to the cross. Amen. And he walked in fellowship with the Lord. Now, his, he had even more of a challenge than we have with God living on the inside of us when we got saved. The Bible says the Holy Spirit comes and lives within your spirit. Amen. And so, you know, he comes and lives within us. And so we actually have him living in our spirits. Now, Noah didn't have that. So, you know, and he still walked close to the Lord. What a neat man. Amen. He was a man that spent time and he lived in habitual fellowship with God. Isn't that what we need to do? Wouldn't people not have the challenges they would have if they'd walk in habitual fellowship with God? Amen. God spoke to him throughout the process, didn't he, of all the things that he did on his spiritual journey, didn't he? He walked in fellowship with him. You know, and you think about the things that he did, you would have to have fellowship with God to have done the things that he did, the big things that he did. Amen. Amen. Think about that. God spoke to him throughout the process. He told him, what he was going to do in the earth, didn't he? We just read that there. He told him that he, what he wanted him to do. Amen. He told him what the what his purpose was and what he needed to do. He gave him a detailed plan. 
didn't he? Amen. That tells you he spent habitual fellowship with God. He had him put animals in the boat, didn't he? Remember that? You know, he had him put animals in the boat. So he was walking in habitual fellowship with him. He told him to put his family in the boat. Amen. God was faithful to Noah. Remember, Noah walked in habitual fellowship with him. Amen. You know, and I believe that's why he was able to get through the whole process, you know, because there were so many things with that boat, you know, that he, I'm not sure that he built tons of boats. <laughs> and, and, and I'm sure he wasn't building them that big <laughs> pretty often. You know, but he walked in habitual fellowship and God told him how to do it. Amen. God helped him and he was with him through the whole process. And he's with you through your whole process. Amen. He, if you walk in habitual fellowship with him, he's going to be with you through the whole process. Help you know all the details. Help you get through your situation. But, you know, if you're sitting there and you're saying, well, man, I don't know what to do. No, you do know what to do. The Bible says you have all the answers on the inside of you. And that's the Holy Spirit. And he knows everything. Amen. He knows the beginning from the end. You have all the answers on the inside of you, so you know what you're facing. Amen. Noah, amen, God was faithful to him. And it's interesting, some things about him, you know, I'm sure he dealt with some real emotions. You know, I'm sure he was, when he was working on this boat, people were yelling at him, hey, why are you building a boat? There's no rain, you know. <laughs> I'm sure he had emotions about that. He probably could have got offended, you know. I mean, people were telling him, what are you doing building such a big boat? You know, there's some interesting things about this boat, amen. They probably thought he was crazy and nuts, you know. And maybe you're dealing with a situation, you know, and you're trying to do what God has you to do. And some people think you're crazy and nuts, you know, <laughs> for what you're doing. But, you know, just keep building, amen. That's what you need to do. Keep fellowshipping with God and keep building building amen keep doing what god's told you to do and just keep within the process kept keep executing amen what god has told you to do in your spirit amen there's some things about the ark that were kind of interesting Noah's ark was 510 feet long and it was nearly the size of a football field and a half think about that you could lay three nasa space shuttles end to end across noah's ark is how long noah's ark was it was four stories high like a four-story house they had a storage capacity of 450 semi-trailer trucks think about that it was a, had a huge capacity to hold things it could hold at least 120,000 sheep is what the bible says or what the uh, scholars say about it there now, if you laid out the wood used in the ark it would go from now if you're not in america you may not quite understand this but it, it went from williams uh, williamstown kentucky to philadelphia pennsylvania so it had a long distance that it would as how far it would actually extend with the amount of wood that was made with noah's ark it would go from kentucky Williamstown to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Wow, think about that. That's a long arc, amen, or a lot of wood that was used to build that arc. It took him around 70 years to build this thing. Amen. And how long have you been committed to what God has called you to do? He's He committed nearly 70 years to it. You know, and some people, they get started just in a faith walk and they want to quit just in a few days. <laughs> Amen. You know, but you know, God doesn't work that way. Amen. He wants to use your whole life to fulfill things. If you got a project right now, he's going to give you a bigger project after that. Because he's he's building an ark, amen. He's he's trying to get people in. He's trying to get people to heaven. There's a rapture coming soon, and he's trying to get everybody in. Praise the Lord. I, you say, well, what 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 about my faith project? You don't even know what you're doing totally right now. Some of you, 
Well, you know, you're building something to attract people to get them to Jesus to get to heaven. Amen. Because he's coming soon. Amen. And so it's important that you keep on your faith project. Keep working because he's trying to get as many people as he can. He's trying to gather up that harvest. Amen. And he's using you. Amen. He's using everybody to gather in the harvest. Praise the Lord. And you say, well, man, I'm too old for this or I'm too young for this. No, he can use everybody. Amen. And if he's given you a dream and he's given you a vision, you need to keep with it. Praise the Lord and do what God's called you to do. Amen. How long have you been committed? Well, you need to be committed, you know, like it's like it's never going to end. Amen. You, you stay committed to whatever God's called you to do. Amen. He's faithful to help you to do it. And he was faithful or no, wasn't he? You know, what if, what if Noah never stayed committed to what God had called him to do? Think about that. Wow. <laughs> What if he didn't stay committed, man? That might have been the end of all things, you know? That was, you know, <laughs> he had to start over with Noah, you know? What if he didn't stay committed, amen? And what if he, what if you don't stay committed? How many people may not make it to where God wants them to go and he's going to use you to reach them, amen? What if you don't stay committed? God's trying to use you. You can only reach certain people, amen? And he uses you. He made you special and unique so that you could touch certain people, you know? And, you know, he, he doesn't want to use someone else. He wants to use you, amen, to bring in that harvest, to be a blessing to those people, amen? And he's using everybody he can, amen? You can encourage somebody. You can help them, you know? And God, all through the process with Noah, he was faithful, you know, as he would fellowship with him. I believe he kept him encouraged. He kept him motivated. He kept Noah with a drive, Amen. God know that's what he does with me. So I know that's what he did with Noah. And he gave him long life, didn't he? Amen. Noah, uh, you know, even when he started to have children, was nearly six year, 600 years old. Think about that. He had his kids about 600 years old. Amen. He had a long life, didn't he? You know, and God gives us long life. Amen. If you're a Christian, he's faithful to do that. Amen. And he was faithful with Noah. And he'll never leave you during your faith adventure, amen. He'll help you through your faith adventure. Look over to Hebrews, the 13th chapter real quick there. Let's go over to Hebrews 13. In the fifth verse. And notice what he says here in Hebrews 13, 5. He says, let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. For ye have, for he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Amen. He's a God that never leaves you and he never forsakes you. Amen. That's a good father. Amen. Now, some people have fathers that ran off, you know, as they were growing up or fathers that took off during their, while they were a child and didn't stay, you know, and they're lonely, you know, and stuff. But this is a father. This is a good father that'll never leave you nor forsake you. Notice what he, um, that Noah walked in habitual fellowship with him. And you can walk in f habitual fellowship with him if you'll take the time, amen. Take the time to listen to him. He's faithful and he's going to help you through every one of your faith projects if you let him do it, amen. Hebrews 13, 5 and the Amplified says it like this. He says, let your character, now this is a little bit long, but I thought it was wonderful. Hebrews 13, 5 and the Amplified Bible says, let your character your moral essence, your inner nature, be free from the love of money, shun greed, be financially ethical, be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never under any circumstances desert you, nor give you up, nor leave you without support, nor will I in any degree leave you helpless, nor will I forsake or let you down or relax my hold on you, assuredly not. 
Think about that. Now, some of you may say, man, I just don't feel him right now. And I, I don't feel like he's in my circumstances. Listen to what he says here. He says, he says, I will never under any circumstances desert you, nor give you up, nor leave you without support, nor will I in any degree leave you helpless, nor will I forsake or let you down or relax my hold on you. Assuredly not. Notice God will not let you down. Like we were saying before, he's faithful. Amen. And he's faithful to you right now. I know some of you right now, I just feel it even when I'm, I'm talking about it. There's some people right now feel like they're just lonely. They're just dealing with loneliness, Father, Lord. And we just ask, Lord, that you touch them and help them know that you're faithful and you're there to help them right now, Father. And we're going to pray. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for your goodness. And we thank you for your mercy today, Father. And Father, we just ask, Lord, that you touch those people right now, Father, that are hurting and they're feeling lonely, Father. Father, I know some people, they're just empty and hollow right now, Lord, and they just need you to fill that gap in their life right now, Father. And Father, we just ask that you fill them with your presence right now, Lord. Help them to know that the only thing that they need in that empty space is you, Father. And they just need to be fellowship and walking with you, Father, Lord, and you're going to help them and you're going to keep them full of your joy and your peace, Father, Lord, if they'll just let you. And Father, we just ask that you touch them right now and fill them up, Father. Fill them up to the top and overflow and Father, with your presence and your joy, Father, we just ask in Jesus' name. And we just thank you, Father, for it in advance. And we just thank you that they don't have to be lonely anymore, Father, Lord. If there's someone today, Father, that is lonely and without you, Father, Lord, we just ask that you help them today, Father, to know you. And if you want to know Jesus, all you got to do is pray this prayer with me. The Bible says in Romans 10 and 9 and 10, it says, if you'll confess Jesus as Lord of your life and believe God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Amen. He didn't say tomorrow you'll be saved. He said you shall be saved. That means you'll be saved right now. Amen. And so if you're tired of being lonely and you're tired of hurting, you can accept him right now. Just pray with me. Father, I just believe that you've raised Jesus from the dead. And Father, I just confess Jesus as Lord of my life. Jesus, come into my life now. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. If you pray that, you're saved. Amen. And, you, you know, God's going to help you now. He's there to help you. He's going to be your teacher, and he'll never leave you under any circumstances, and he'll be faithful to you. Amen. He's a good God. Amen. Amen. Turn to someone and say, he's a good God if you got somebody there with you. You know, if you're walking and jogging, you might just yell it out. He's a good God. Amen. If you're in the woods running, you can say, hey, he's a good God. You know, and just shout it out. Let the squirrels hear you and let the deer hear you. Praise the Lord. Just say he's a good God. Amen. Because he is good. He's good to everybody. Amen. And he's good to you. You. Amen. Well, hey, we enjoyed spending time with you. If you uh, if you prayed that prayer, you can email us at Jeremiah Smith Jeremiah S Ministries at yahoo.com. And if you forget that, you can always go to our website at jeremiahsmith.pobbeam.com there. Our email's on there. Let us know if you got saved. We'd love to hear from you. God bless you. We hope that you have a wonderful day. If you'd like to contact us for prayer, praise reports, or offerings, go to jeremiahsmithministries.pobbeam.com. Thank you for listening.